Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I know you are here wanting to change and rewrite your story. You are desiring to step into the impact that you know you were here to create. I am here to guide you with the proven tools and strategies used by myself and our speakers to support you in taking radical responsibility in your life and learning how to own your choices to change your story. My name is Marsha Van Weinsberg. I am a storytelling business coach, master NLP trainer, speaker, podcaster, and seven times published author. My clients have found freedom and purpose from overcoming their shame stories and learning how to share them with the world. I am so grateful you are here. Let's get started. Welcome back to the show. I want to share a personal story today. I know what it is like when you're walking through a difficult time. We've had many, many difficult and challenging experiences. And there was a time in 2023 that I felt like I was getting kicked over and over and over and over again. Have you ever had those times? I literally thought like, is the universe sending me a sign to say quit? Because it just, how can it be this hard? How can things be this hard? Now I can hear that in myself. That's a victim statement and I get it. I just want you to know that when you have those moments of feeling like the victim, allow yourself to have that. We don't want to live there and stay there. And there are times where we're walking through and it feels like it is piling and piling and piling. And that's what 2023 felt like for me. So I'm trying to figure out the best way to share this because I really do feel like there's something that can support somebody who is listening. And so many things kind of went by the wayside in 2023. Many, many, many. It brought some incredible challenges that were not easy to navigate and brought up a ton of doubts and lack of belief and imposter syndrome. Who am I to? This is ridiculous. This is so hard, et cetera. When I decided to take my trainer certification, which was the NLP trainer certification, I did that with the intention of creating a coaching certification. And I don't know why. I actually don't know why I do half of what I do in my business, but I felt so anchored that that was what I was supposed to do next. I had spent the equivalent of probably a master's degree between the three different certifications. And I had no proof that it was going to work. And during that time, I also had to build out a coaching certification. I had to market it. I had to do these pieces. I built a 400-page manual. And I also went a different route. And I went a different route because integrity is very important to me. All I will say, I did not choose to do it the way that a lot of people did. And there's a lot of personal reasons for that that I will keep to myself. And that being said, I had to create the manual from scratch. And so now we're creating a 400-page manual. We're starting a course. We're doing these things. There's a lot of things up in the air. And I was starting my certification with two people. And I am incredibly grateful for those two people. And it wasn't enough to cover the bills. Let me just say this. So I had that point, that moment. And I want you to really let this piece land I had a turning point where I was like, okay, honor the two people who are here and show up for them full wholeheartedly or refund them and move on. Like literally let it go and move on. 
And I just went, no, that won't feel good. That won't feel good to me to leave this and not support them because these people said yes. And I've always wholeheartedly believed this, that if you can't show up for two people, you can't ask the universe for 10 or 20. You just can't. Because why would you value 10 or 20? You can't even value the two who paid you. So that's what I did. I put my head down. And in within a month, we had three more people join us. So we went five people in my very first round of Outspoken. Beautiful group. I, I, They will always hold a very special place in my heart. So that was a big part of what 2023 was. Building out a course, building out a portal, building out a manual with no proof that this was actually going to do something, be something. And when you're building out something new, you have to create space. And so I literally burned down almost every single thing in my business so that I could focus on this. So now income drops, work stress goes up. And when we do things like that, we change ourselves at the identity. Like it's literally an identity burned down. And I did that in 2020 when I, my 27 year career as a registered kinesiologist was gone. It was a massive change in identity. I actually, there was many times that year, I was prepping for back surgery, but many times that year I had the opportunity to like take a couple clients on the side. And all I kept hearing is if you do that, it's easier to go back. Like this is the hard part right now because you're changing and burning down an identity. And when you do that, it's uncomfortable as hell. It really is. So take the one client, Marsha. I understand it's cash. But that actually is going to be harder to shift the identity. It would have been easier to go work at Starbucks, honestly, because it would have been a different identity. And so there's nothing wrong with having a job to pay the bills, nothing at all. What I'm talking about is burning down the identity and starting it again. So that was a big part of last year. And it was stirred up a whole lot of doubts and beliefs because I'm watching, you know, sales from the years before really drop down. I'm like, and maybe I'm not meant to do this. Like the stories, the limiting beliefs all come up. And when that happens, the old me puts the wall up. There's this big like piece of armor. It's like, I'm not going to show that it's hard. And I try to be authentic and real. I really do actually, but I just want you to know you, what you see online is never the full story. You think it is, but it's not. And so there's a lot of stress, a lot of personal stress, financial stress. Um, We're also in a space where the economy went bananas, like absolutely bananas. Like our, our cost of food was like more than double what it used to be. So I'm watching the expenses go up and income go down. And I'm like, Oh boy, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? And during that time, this is a story I haven't figured out how to share yet, but I'm going to share it. During that time, we were also going through a lot of family health issues. We've got aging parents. We've got things that we're navigating through. And it, that's, a, that's a different challenge in itself. And I was in a space where our mortgage, we were in, depends where you are in the world listening to this. And I am going to share this. I've been sitting on this for a while. We had a variable mortgage. And when you have a variable mortgage, the interest rate, right? Like you work with the interest rate. And I had this moment in June of last year where I wanted to move from variable to fixed because I was just, it, I was actually afraid with where we were going. We wanted to be able to, you know, control our costs. I was told we couldn't. And obviously that was wrong advice. And I kept pushing to get, you know, the answers. And what happened, we didn't know this until three months after, they fixed the mortgage. And when they fixed the mortgage, our mortgage doubled overnight. And I'm like, no, you did something wrong because it 
should not have doubled. Like it apps. And so imagine whatever your mortgage payment is overnight, it doubles and no warning. I don't have paperwork to match it up. I've literally trying to figure out what's happening and I go into fight mode. This is something for me that is a fight mode for the next three months. I fight nonstop with why I need proof. You did something wrong. I don't understand what you did. And in the process, this person was, I'm air quoting, no longer employed at the bank. And we fought and fought and fought and fought because I had no paperwork proof. I was fighting it left, right, and center. And this is where I really started to understand what gaslighting is. Like they, we could not get any answers from the bank. It was, in, it was just, I can't do it justice to explain it. Eventually, we found out that within three and a half to four months later that she did not fix the, she fixed the mortgage, but when she fixed the mortgage, she actually changed amortization by 10 years, which actually doubled our mortgage payment. There's no paperwork that we signed for that. There's nothing that we agreed to with that. And so then became the fight, like legally, what can we do with this and how can, and I don't know where you are listening to this. It is not easy to fight our big banks. Like I'm not, it's not easy. We spent six months last year fighting them, fighting them in ways left, right, and center that it, it hurt. It was actually, it it really hurt. And at the end of the day, I spent six months in massive fight mode, high cortisol, not sleeping, fighting for us and not getting an answer. And Finally, in November, I was able to go to a different bank and say, look, what's it going to cost to move it? And in the process, I'm not giving you all the details here, but in the process, as they fixed it, when it was fixed and they made the mistake, they charged us massive penalties to move it. So no matter what we did, it was in this space of trying to find a way to save and salvage ourselves. And so in a year, where there's massive doubt, where there's massive drop in income, now we have an additional almost $40,000 of expenses that this has cost us. It was an awful, awful, awful experience. And we fought nonstop. I've met with three lawyers since then. Um, I, you know what, I'm putting this out in the universe because I believe something is going to cross paths and this is going to show up in a way it will. It'll show up in some way. Yes, it's $40,000. And it's also being fixed at a mortgage interest rate that is significantly more than what it was supposed to be. So mistakes, we're sorry. They don't work for us anymore. I'm like, don't actually care. Don't care. We've met with lawyers. Um, we're in this space. It's a tough one to fight a big bank. Um, but what's been on our side is we never signed anything. There's no documents. They actually did this as a mistake on their own. So I want to share with you, like this didn't finalize until December 20th. And in the process of it, it, I was like, I don't know what is going to happen next. And I'm not even sure if I'm making the right decision to try and move this. It was awful. And I just went, this is a massive energy leak that has to be closed. My very dear friend, Meg, always talks about your energy leaks in your blocks. This was a leak. It was sucking my life dry, fighting it nonstop, that I didn't even have the energy to show up my business the way that I wanted to. So we fought it, we got it moved and coming into, you know, Christmas and New Year's, 
I was fried mentally. Like I was absolutely fried. I, I didn't post a lot. I didn't show up and I gave myself grace and space for that. So here I am going, let's wrap this year up and move on. We had a couple more glitches of things that had to be dealt with between Christmas and New Year's that were really like stressful on top of stressful. And I just went, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I can do this. I actually felt like throwing in the towel. Here I am feeling like it's not working. Like, it's just not working. How are we going to change this? And I think this might have to be a two-parter. Maybe that's what we'll do. I had to really really tap in and decide what did I want this to look like? How did I want to show up? What options did I have? Um, I know we always have choices. Obviously, own your choices, own your life. But I'm sitting here and it was a moment of how do we do this and how do I show up? What can I do differently? And I got really quiet and I started to listen. And I started to get clear on the vision of what I wanted to create and do differently this year. And I can tell you, January 2024, it, I, I, it's it's actually a bit mind-blowing what happened. So if you want the rest of the episode, we're going to do it in a part two because I don't want my solos to be super, super long. So part two is coming up. I'm going to share it in the next solo episode that is coming I thank you for being here because I really do want to share and unpack this story. And I know it's a lot. I know it's a lot, but I also like to be open and vulnerable and share when the timing is right. So stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. If you love this episode, I invite you to tag me on social media with your takeaways or share it with a friend. Please, if you feel called, take 30 seconds to leave a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. Until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life. Mm -hmm.